Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Therapy. We've got quite a few personal stories for today. I have at least one. Yeah, what did you do tonight? Okay, so I went on a second date with this guy that I met through stand-up comedy class. Why did I not remember that this was a date? Oh, I'm such an idiot. That's why it's so funny. (laughs) That does make it funnier. (laughs) Okay, so Alex, that's his name. Um, And he knows that I'm going to be sharing this on the podcast tonight. Um, Okay, informed consent was provided. Yes, yes. So he has a podcast of his own. Actually, a couple, I think. Anyway, so we went on a second date. And so this all started on Sunday or Monday when he was like, Shreen, what are you doing between six and seven on Wednesday? And I was like, I have plans. Why? So he's like, I got invited to an art show and I have a plus one. Do you want to come? And I was like, I already have plans. But let me see like if I can switch them. Because, you know, BD. So... (laughs) Not, not, you know, anyway. So I I was able to switch them. And we're walking to the show tonight. And he goes, so there's actually another surprise for you tonight. So I'm like, what is it? I hate surprises. And he's like, well, I can't say it. I'm just surprised that you didn't ask more questions when you asked if it was an art show or when I told you it was an art show. And then I was like, oh, my God, are you the subject of the art? And he goes, silent and smirks. And I was like, oh, my God. So he goes, no, like, you'll you'll see. You'll find out. So we show up and there's a bunch of assholes everywhere. <laughs> so it's like this not- event. <laughs> no, like, literal, like, pictures, pictures. of actual assholes. Hair, no hair, all that jazz. So... <laughs> So um, I looked at him and I was like, don't fucking tell me. And before I could finish, these people come over and they're like, are you Alex? You're one of the models, right? Okay, we wanted to get some pictures of you and do an interview. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) So this was an exhibit of 20 models who agreed to be photographed, who agreed for their assholes to be photographed. And it was for Tushy. So Tushy is this company that sells bidets and like everyone's pictures said their name. And like, for example, Alex uses Tushy because he believes in climate change and wants to keep swimming in clean lakes. And then it'll say how many liters of water this guy has saved since using a Tushy. How do they track that? I don't know, but it's false because (laughs) for Alex, it said since 2019. And I was like, wow, you've been using one since 2019. He's like, no, that's a lie. I got mine in 2022. Wow. False advertising. Yeah. Didn't it say something like Alex is clenching his butt cheeks for climate yes. change or something? Yes. <laughs> and, then I Laura, didn't and then Laura messages me and she's like, can you please send the asshole pictures to Teeps? <laughs> <laughs> In hindsight, he, he would want it out so bad. Teeps is Laura's boyfriend. Okay, then, so no, so but then, this is the thing. He was sitting there. Okay, so I told him immediately when you sent me these pictures. I first of all thought it was an elephant's asshole, the first one, and I was like, okay, a bunch of animals' assholes. And then no. like it said Alex, and then you said this this other girl Danielle. I was like, okay, maybe these are just like people who are like 
endorsing these assholes. I don't know what's going on. Um, and then I asked you, I was like, are these a bunch of pictures of buttholes? And you were like, yes, including Alex's. And then I was like, whoa, what? And then I immediately told Trav, I was like, Trav, streams at an exhibit right now that's full of people's pictures of people's assholes. And he's like, no way. That's incredible. And I was like, did she send you the photos? He's like, no. Tell her to send me them. And I was like, okay, I'll t- I tell her to send it, send it them. And I was like, okay, I told you. And then like 10 minutes later, he's like, still no assholes. Uh, yeah. So then I, I get a text from Teeps, not even in our group chat, just an individual text. I'm like, oh, this is serious. And it says, let's see the buttholes. <laughs> So I said, that's all the content I took. Like, I thought I sent it to the group Snap. And he goes, you sent him? And I was like, yeah, on Snap. He goes, I don't see anything. <laughs> so then I sent it to the group Snap. And he's like, ha, 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 yes. Yeah, but his reaction in real life was like, that's incredible. And then I saw his text, ha, 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 yes. I'm like, dude, like, you are so much more animated than you come so across annoying. on text. So like, that's, that's guys away. on text. Oh, it's so but Yeah, annoying. then you message and you're like, Trav's rattled. He didn't participate. So I asked Alex, I was like, how did this work? And basically, Tushy sent out an email to all of its users or like customers and said, there's this exhibit, whatever. And and Alex responded. <laughs> That's the thing. Alex responded. But that is totally him. Like, I barely know this yeah. guy. But from what I've seen, of course he responded. Yeah. So they were like, okay, great. Like, meet us at the studio. And you're going to be on a massage chair. And we're going to tell you to bend over. And we're going to take pictures of your butthole. And like, okay, wait. They would, did you they ask him how water. he prepped the butthole? Well, he didn't. <laughs> and I asked him, like, why he... didn't you? Wait. Did he just like go through his day normally and then just show up, or did he like prep and go straight to this? When you say photo prep, shoot? what do you mean, like shower or wax? I would say wash. Yeah, like, I'm it sure a good he wash. washed. I didn't ask that because maybe I didn't <laughs> want to know the answer. It didn't look like he didn't wash, but I was like, you didn't, you didn't want to wax. <laughs> you didn't want to bleach, like. So, so of the assholes that you saw, what percentage mm-hmm. of them had hair and what percentage didn't? So. Actually, only three didn't have hair. And honestly, actually, two didn't have hair. One was just starting to grow hair back. And were they all in black and white? Yes. Did you have a favorite asshole? Yes. It was one that was hairless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's all I want to say about that. (laughs) That was a second date. Like, I – Trav, like, literally – showed me his butthole i don't know what date no, it was it was like i don't want to know this no 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 like in public at a bar no what because he you know trav trav is like anytime he has to show his butthole he's showing his butthole and i did not know that about trav and <laughs> i think i could have lived said- my entire life not knowing that <laughs> same but remember when he was sending you snaps of his golf trip weekend and that yeah friend of his he was like leaning over the patio balcony showing his butthole yeah yeah well that's the him like all the time that's why i was like he needs to see this because if he had a chance to get paid like he shows it for free all the time 
You should see the video Trav sent me from his gym hit. The, I won't show it no, to you. No, I don't, I don't be... think I should see that. No, <laughs> no but he said no. He does the dumbest things. He'll he'll send these snaps to his friends while he's in the gym, like stupid things. Like this one, he literally took off his shorts and underwear and then did squats Stop. and took a video of it and sent it to all of his friends. Come on. And he, he sent it to all of his friends. And then he doesn't send Why it do to me. Why do people think women are not funny and men are funny? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> But then, like, half an hour to an hour later, he'll be like, oh, you missed the good photo from the sn- from the gym. I was like, And you're like, thank God. And then he sends it to me. I'm like, if you're going to show it to me, this- why don't you just send it to me in the moment? Like, you always send these to me after the fact. No, you know what? Okay, this actually reminds <laughs> me. When I was in a relationship with someone, they changed the duration that you could see their snap for. You it, can do it. Went, it? Yeah, it went from like you could keep replaying it to like eight seconds. And I was like, that's weird. Like, how come you change the amount of time that you can see your snap? And he goes, Oh, it's because I sent a picture of my dump to my snap group of friends. And I was like, Ew. <laughs> Ew. See, but that's suspicious. No, apparently, this is a common thing. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying if it's the person I think it was. mm, Yes. That's suspicious. That's That's weird. weird. (laughs) Don't care anymore, though. (laughs) But yeah, like they they send the stupidest things and apparently women are not funny. I know. True. Not true, but like true that they send the dumb (laughs) shit. But anyway, that's where I was taken for my second date. (laughs) That sounds like a great date, to be honest. Like, obviously, you're very comfortable with each other. You're very open with your everythings. I feel like yeah. it was a bonding experience. Sure. And was this a like a private event for only the people who are the subjects? Yeah, and their friends. Yeah, and because Trav looked it's it like up. A public. I looked it up too. He found he found it online somehow. I don't even know how he found it before you'd even told me it was tushy. Like he's like, what? is this assholes for activists? And I was like, I don't know, but that would make sense because it said a bunch of stuff about climate change. And he's oh like, but it says it's not until tomorrow. Oh, like maybe <laughs> it's a special event for the subject. This consumed our whole night, if you can't tell. Well, it consumed mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> involuntary. <laughs> but anyway, um, I told Alex that I would be saying this on the pod. So uh, we gained another follower. Yeah, and now I have a picture of his asshole on my phone if I ever need it. Did you save it? It was in our Snap group. Yeah, but you saved it? It's still there. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, because I had to send it. Yeah, well, now I have it too. It's a hairy one. Now I'm looking at it again. Yeah, and he he made me take pictures of him posing next to it. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then I stood there while he was getting interviewed about it too. And they asked, like, what do you think about it? And he was like, yeah, it's different from what I imagined. And I was like, how come you didn't say, yeah, looks like an asshole fitting for me. <laughs> also, like the one, the, the second asshole you showed, the Danielle's, I just can't really tell how it's an asshole. Like it's perplexing to me. Maybe uh, I just yeah, had to there, see it in person. I mean, there were some more, but I don't want to really comment on other people's assholes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Yeah, uh, hot tops. Hot tops. <laughs> okay, well, starting with the Kardashians, 
Um, Selena has been Selena Gomez has been in Paris for the past month. Uh, I don't know why. I think she's filming something. But so has Kylie Jenner, who, by the way, keeps trying to channel her Sophia Richie era. And it's yes. like, girl, stop. I've seen these TikToks you've sent me of her in all these chic, conservative yeah. outfits that are tell very me, non-Kardashian. Tell me that's not obvious. Yeah. So um, Kylie – And honestly, it doesn't suit her. No, not at all. She actually posted a TikTok of her in four different outfits in Paris, and the last one was very Kylie. And I was like, there she is. <laughs> she back, baby. Yeah. So um, Kylie and Kris Jenner have been in Paris as well, and they attended the Beyonce concert. And apparently, apparently, um, Kylie, Kris, and Selena were all attending Beyonce's concert in the celebrity guest booth, which was very tiny. Hmm. Interesting. So they would have had to have interacted according to a blind item. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, apparently Selena was like the last to arrive and the first to leave. Yeah, that would be hella ox. I would be like, why are you here, man? Like, I went all the way to France and you had to come here too? Like, yeah. I mean, off. I'd stay for Beyonce, but... You would, yeah. You know, when I went to Beyonce concert, I was beside a person who was on Big Brother Canada. No way. Yeah. Who? Raul. Okay. <laughs> like you would know them anyways. Like I could have no, said just any the way name. You said his name. <laughs> like Raul. <laughs> That's what you sounded like. <laughs> like. That sounds like that cat, like the cat throwing up. Raul. <laughs> I love when cats what's the term like yowdle when they're like when they're about to square up and fight oh yeah Toonie and Swizzy do that all the time oh my god Laura's cat was in a fight with a bobcat the other day oh my god yeah that was an event and I'm just surprised that it wasn't Wizzy like it was Toonie out of everyone I literally so Trav, I'll just tell a story real quick. So, so we're brushing our teeth, ready to go to bed. Cats are outside. We hear like cats fighting, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then it gets more intense, and I immediately run down ran downstairs, run outside to the back. So it was coming from the back, and I see these two cats tussling in the bush, and I immediately ran over and like, like I was just blinded, and then I just like saw that it was a bobcat, like kicked at the bobcat. You and kicked Toonie, it, yes, because they were they were like as you should. They were clean. like you know like tussling like rolling around and shit and i was freaking Mama out there and then i didn't even really notice it was toonie in the moment because i was just focused on this fucking bobcat and then all of a sudden i see toonie run off and i was like no way was that toonie like oh my god so then i was freaking out even more it was kind of like a baby bobcat so i chase the bobcat by the side of the house it like jumps up on the fence like an eight foot fence <gasps> it's like easy peasy jumps up i was like holy shit and then toonie runs around to the front door i like follow toonie to see the her get inside but I have to leave the door open because I don't know where Wizzy is. So then I run right back out and I go to the bush because I'm like, oh, my God. The only reason why Toonie would have been there is if she was trying to save Wizzy's life. Like, there's no way that she was the person that was in this fight with this bobcat. She must have been yeah. trying to protect Wizzy. So I've got my flashlight Aww. out. I'm, like, looking to try to see if there's a dead cat body in that bush. I was so scared. There's no cat. So then I ran to the front to chase the bobcat away from our house. 
And then at some point I like yelled at Trav in all this midst of everything. Ultimately, like come back inside probably like five, ten minutes later and Sticky's just like walking through the kitchen like nothing has happened. I was like, were you even outside, bro? Like, I've wow. been running, chasing this bobcat that away from you. always out to lunch. I know. Just like his dad. Truly. But Honestly. anyways, everyone's okay. There's, she wasn't harmed. Yeah, like, the next day you sent me snaps of her just, like, back at Chilling. it again outside. And I'm like, brave girl. I know. She has no fear. She yeah. should, though. Because she can get eaten. I feel like she did pretty well for herself. Yeah, she definitely, like, sprayed piss or whatever they do because her <laughs> whole backside was soaked and, like, Travis like, s- smelled it. And he's like, she stinks. I was like, did you- like are you going to wash her? It was like, Did you no. give her a bath? No, I figured she'd wash herself. She was, like, so scared that she was in your room for the – for the. so oh. I made, like – I made a bed for her, like, up on the counter because she was up on the counter. And then, like, I came in later and she was giving herself a deep bath. So she didn't come into our bed until she'd given herself a bath because she's a respectful queen. <laughs> Wizzy would be like, y'all, when you cleaning me? Yes, 100%. Wow. Anyways, back to the Kardashians. Everyone's everyone's good, though. Yeah, so Selena was the first to arrive – sorry, last to arrive and first to leave. And that's it for Car- – I mean, we're going to cover their episode. I wish Beyonce had more um, concerts in Canada. Yeah, I mean, you could come to Toronto and visit me. Yeah, when is she coming to Toronto? July. She's actually coming for two days, July twenty seventh and twenty eighth. I think I don't know. Oh, I think I'm in BC at that time. Oh, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> well, in Bravo news, I actually listened to this. You did okay. So I Ariana, did. wow, Ariana was on Call Her Daddy. I'm shocked you listened to it because you you hate Alex. I do. I hate. <laughs> Alex Cooper, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, she's the host of Call Her Daddy. Uh, did you know she's not on Apple Podcast? Yeah, she's got an exclusive with Spotify. Yeah, I didn't Where know. Where have you been, bitch? I told you I don't like her. I know, but like you missed all and that I, whole it, saga. Okay, I, I will say, okay, my takeaways from that podcast, she asked good questions. Like she asked the questions I wanted to know and I was like, oh, like damn, she's good. But then like she would offer her input or like prolong the question i was like shut up (laughs) yeah shut it she is a good interviewer but i do agree that sometimes when she's trying to like relate back or like build on an answer it is a bit cringe sometimes it was cringe many points during that podcast but she did ask the questions that i think a lot of us has have been wondering about ariana so do you want to talk about the highlights yeah to be honest as I was listening, I was like, none of this feels new. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of it was – there wasn't a lot. But, like, say the first quarter was, like, recapping what was even going on for people who didn't know. Like, if you didn't know, I don't know. I guess people might still listen. But anyways, um, and then a lot of it was questions that had already been answered through her, like, watch what happens live appearance mm-hmm. um, or at the first part of the reunion. So I wasn't – or no, it hadn't been the reunion filmed yet. But anyways – I felt like I knew most of the things and some of the things that people were posting about afterwards that were like major crazy things that were said, I think were actually taken out of context. Like the one thing that everyone was saying, putting headlines about was that they had that Raquel and Tom had sex in their guest room while she was sleeping in her own bed. 
and that they went to bed together and then he left the bed and went to, to the guest room and fucked her. But that wasn't said as fact. Like when, when mm-hmm. Alex asked her that question, she asked her, like, do you think that Tom and Raquel ever had sex while you were in the same house? And she said, yes. And then she said, what I think he actually did was leave mm-hmm. my bed to go. But she didn't say it that she knew that happened for a fact. She was just saying, like, I bet it was something as bad as that. Yeah, but she was pretty confident in, like, thinking that they definitely had sex while they were in the same while they were both in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, she didn't know if there was any way where, where they both had sex with Tom. She wasn't sure mm-hmm. about that. Um, mm-hmm. She said that Tom was using other people's credit cards to buy things, including hotels Crazy. for Raquel. Yeah. And Rachel. that Ra- Rachel, Raquel, whatever. I can't call her Rachel. I just can't get used to it. <laughs> Anyways, and that Raquel... When they had that really weird Watch What Happens Live appearance, Tom and Tom, where Tom Schwartz was being all fucking weird about his answers, Raquel was there with Tom in the hotel yeah. room. Yeah. Okay, question. So if if I was doing that and asking for your credit card, what would you do? I'd be like, bitch, seriously? Really? Now but you're making still me complicit. Offer it, right? I don't know. Depends who it was. <laughs> okay. Well, ask me now. Would you? If you were sneaking around on teeps and you asked for my credit card, would I say yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not... That's not like you hate no 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 let me be clear let me be clear i'd be like laura this is fucking crazy and teeps you do it for the plot you do it for the plot of your own no no like yes but not really (laughs) (laughs) no like i mean i mean i would i would definitely give you a talking I'd be like, Laura, this is fucking crazy. This is not you. I don't condone this. Like, I hope you're going to talk to Teeps. And if you don't, I will. But here's my credit card. Wow. That is a true friend. That is. Yeah, like, you got to, like, talk some sense and give a deadline. If you don't talk to him within the next week, I will come clean. Yeah, because this whole thing, like, we'll get into it more, I'm sure, when we talk about the reunion. But. The whole thing with Schwartz is is that he wasn't just keeping Tom's secret. He was aiding and abetting Tom's yeah. secret by, yeah. like, letting him fuck Raquel or do whatever he was doing with Raquel at his house, setting up these joint couple trips. Like, he was aiding and abetting. Yeah, he Which was. I think makes it so much worse. So that's what I was going to say about the podcast was that I was disappointed that Alex didn't ask more questions about Schwartz and Ariana. Yeah. I don't think she yeah. asked any questions, actually. I don't think she did either. I don't think Schwartz was ever ever mentioned. And I would have loved to know, like, what she thought, where she stands with him, et cetera, et cetera. 
and to dig deeper even like a lot of it was like kind of cursory there were a lot of questions but not a lot that went deep like so tom or ariana said that the final scene between tom and ariana where they had that big talk right after she told him she wanted him to die was actually two hours long and it's like okay but what else was discussed then like what did you guys talk about that whole time yeah she didn't really get into that much like it was it was the same she was saying like you know tom's plan was to break up with her um during or after filming was done and blah 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 we knew that already um but yeah the most shocking things i'd say were the fact that uh Raquel was there for Watch What Happens Live, the fact that they had sex likely in the same house, and um, I think also that Tom brought Raquel to St. Louis, where Tom's from, more than once. Like, what does his family mm-hmm. think? Uh, honestly, I that was shocking to me. Cause, because on Watch What Happens Live, Ariana said that she hadn't spoken – like, Tom's family hadn't reached out to her yet. Yeah. And that was just two weeks ago. Like, it's so bizarre because even, like, with my past relationships that have been long, I've had, like, separate closure conversations with the mom. Like, mm-hmm. because you build a relationship and it and it and irrespective of your relationship I with their... I have, too. Like... Now that I'm thinking about it. It's kind of like, I don't know if it's a respect thing or if it's, like, a closure thing. I don't know. But, like, I've had conversations with the moms of every long-term relationship I've had. Same. Yeah. So it's fucked that they were together for 10 years and she never heard from them. Yeah. I don't know. But that was disappointing. Yeah. Um. So that was Ariana on Call Her Daddy. Also, Shane well, Mitchell's she, on this week, which I'm excited about. Yeah, I saw some clips. And it had people questioning. Like, So the clips that I saw were about her and Alex talking about how you got to leave certain people that you're dating in the past if you're not getting what you wanted and to stop wasting time. So it has people questioning whether or not Shay is still with Matt Babel. Mm. But I think she she is. They're just talking about her past. Is that – she has two kids with him, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Um, so in other Scandal news updates, um, so there's all this fanfare because Tom went to like Texas or something. He was allegedly spotted with an influencer who then like deactivated her account and wanted nothing to do with it. So like it was n- not clear what was going on there, um, and still not clear if Tom and Raquel actually broke up. But is this then, the girl whose name starts with a B? I can't remember. Didn't Ariana seems address like- that on the podcast? She was like, "I don't think they're together." Maybe I can't remember. I do think she addressed it. I just don't know if it was on the pod. But she said that they did. She didn't think they broke up for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, either. No. So Tom was spotted on an airplane talking on the phone with Raquel. So like someone took a picture of his phone and it said Raquel Levis. Yeah. Do you think that's real or fake? I think it's real. Like why it it would I don't know. Maybe I'm could have been an naive, old pick. but like. Oh, the picture. I think the picture's real and recent. I think it was legit. But then it makes me Mm. question, how are they talking on the phone? And if they're talking on the phone, why is Raquel still sending letters to the house? Because, like, Ariana mentioned on Watch What Happens Live that Raquel has been sending handwritten letters to the house. And she hasn't opened them because it's illegal to open someone else's mail. Well, just Um, one. Yeah. And she just, like, gave it to Tom. But then... Brock Davies and Sheena were on Jackson Brittany's podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. And Brock said that Raquel sent Tom 
a postcard from like a Sedona picture of Sedona with a lightning bolt in mm-hmm. it. And she sent him a fucking postcard. So that's just like obviously begging for Ariana to read whatever she said because well, it's not illegal to read a postcard. I sent you that TikTok that was like breaking down why Tom has been the worst. And it seems like Raquel had been planting hints about their relationship all throughout this season. Hmm. I didn't see that yet. Like the lightning bolt necklace. She was like trying to give it away. Yeah. I get that. Like, because there's other, there's just so many theories going on right now. Like, one of the theories yeah. about, because so there's apparently, there's this major bombshell that's going to be dropped as yeah, part of the reunion that none of the cast, like, it's not clear to me if none of the cast know about it now or none of no, the cast. No, they don't know about it. Right. Now, Ariana right? was speculating on the podcast. Right. And so, okay, yes, because then they're saying apparently production told everyone don't sign your contracts yet because you need to hear this bombshell before you decide what to do next. So there's like a million rumors swirling around about what this bombshell could possibly be, one of which is that Raquel and Tom actually started hooking up when Raquel was with James and Raquel broke up with James to be with Tom and then Tom which didn't I uphold honestly, his end of the bargain. I think is quite likely. I just don't think it went back that far. But so the other theories are Rachel's pregnant. I don't think that's the same. That's for real. Neither does Ariana. The other is Lisa Vanderpump knew much, much longer ago and was helping Tom Sandoval. But Ariana kind of convinced me on Call Her Daddy that it, that's not the case. And, and Lisa Vanderpump, denied that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is one theory that Raquel slept with Randall lala's ex but how would that impact people's filming like i don't know i feel like that's disgusting plausible though it's disgusting like for sure i mean all of it is disgusting i know but i don't know the one that honestly seems the most likely to me is that raquel's pregnant i don't know i don't think i don't think she actually is but out of all the rumors that that's the one that seems the most plausible i think it's probably a lot less like earth shattering as people have made it out to be i don't know maybe like schwartz and raquel actually did more than just kiss maybe well i told you there was that blind item submitted to crazy days and nights that tom schwartz tom sandoval and raquel have been having threesomes together yeah so maybe one was with raquel maybe i don't know (sighs) who knows um but yeah, I think that's all on Scandal until we recap the first part of the reunion later. Mm-hmm. So in other Bravo news, um, Summer House, Sierra, Sierra, oh my God, Sierra and Maya started a podcast recently called The Codependence. They did? Yeah. I didn't They've know got that. Three episodes out. And no I was out of podcasts the other day. So I went and looked just to check out what they were potting about. And the most mm-hmm. recent episode was all about Maya and Oliver and Oliver's cheating. <gasps> and it was such a real intense and great storytelling of Oliver's cheating. Like, you should listen because it's, it's, it's very raw, very emotional. Really? Uh, they have a, It's like two girls literally like rehashing what <gasps> happened. I want to listen it's, to that. It's really interesting. And he is the biggest piece of shit ever. Like, it was kind of hard he to... always seem like it. I know. And it was kind of hard for me to, like, 
piece it all together because I kept listening to it in parts and like falling asleep and then re-listening to it anyways. Yeah, sounds like a you problem. Yeah, I know. What sounded like to me was that he cheated on her with like 11 plus women. I heard 11 as well. And so she found out, I think, the last week of filming but she didn't really want to like air it out on the show, which is why on the last episode she kept saying like, do you have your mic on? Do you have your mic on? Because she didn't know the full extent of it yet and was like kind of embarrassed and like just not certain how she wanted to handle it. And so she just kind of like wanted to tamper it down for the last week of filming. And then mm-hmm. I can't remember where they flew and were flying back from. But anyway, she kind of found out like on a plane kind mm-hmm. of or like something happened that – she was sitting on a plane next to Oliver, took Oliver's phone, and while they were on a plane, she went through all the DMs, all the texts, all the photos, all the everything for the entire flight. And he was went, sleeping. No, he was sitting right beside her on the plane. But could you imagine? Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine being in that scenario where I'd want to scream and cry and ask questions and, like, I would have been able out. to contain myself. But I'm on a plane. Like, that seems like. Like, yes, it's good because he's, like, trapped and can't make a scene. But also, you can't, like, <laughs> show anything. Like, it would be like Samuel Jackson on Snakes on the Plane. He's like, these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> the snake is Oliver. And she said it was also hella Honestly. awkward because, like, right before they sat down, someone was like, oh, my gosh, I love you on Summer House. Can I take your picture? So everyone knew who she was. And then oh she's sitting God. there going through his phone, seeing all this cheating, like, exposing the whole thing and then she said she basically like landed and never like talked to him again after that she like oh, wanted to find out everything and then that was that oh my god i yeah. have to listen to this but it's crazy like honestly like this guy seems like a sociopath like what he loser. begged her to be in a committed relationship and then goes and does this it's yeah. like for what you did this for what yeah, but that was a good episode. So I haven't listened to any of the other episodes to see if it's something that I want to keep listening to. But that episode mm-hmm. is really fascinating. So it's a pitch. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm going to listen to that. In other news, Elizabeth Holmes, the you know the girl who was like responsible for Theranos. What? Whole scandal. What? Okay. That sounds like a Marvel character. No, no, no. I know. So <laughs> there was a show. I think I pitched it actually before. It was Amanda Seyfried playing this girl, Elizabeth Holmes, who created this. She was like a biotechnology entrepreneur who created like a blood testing device that didn't actually work. And she got all these investments and conned a bunch of people and didn't actually like create the thing that she promised. So she has gone through a trial over the past few years. And even in the last year, she gave birth to a child, her first child. And uh, she just got sentenced to 11 years. I saw a headline that she had birthed three times to defer her prison sentence. No, just once, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and my Mimi wants my attention. <laughs> Can you see her? Yeah. Um, she is going to be serving her sentence at the same facility as Jen Shaw. That is really Real Housewives. It's crazy. Maybe Elizabeth can play one of the characters in Jen Shaw's plays about the Real Housewives. <laughs> that would be unreal. Yeah. Um, Fascinating. Yeah. 
that's that's it for Bravo. In other news, this is a lie. Austin Butler oh. and Kaya Gerber are not engaged. So we can Well, move when on. you put this on there, I was like shocked. I was like, since when were they even dating? Wait, are you are they dating? No, I'm not. Okay. Austin and Vanessa Austin Butler and Vanessa Hudgens broke up after ten years together because Austin never wanted to get married and blah blah blah. And then he started dating Kaya Gerber, who's like ten years younger than him. And it was they were saying that like after a year or a year and a half, he proposed to her and people were like upset for Vanessa Hudgens and all the other people who could resonate with that. Uh, okay. But now I get engaged. it because I've seen all the like drama of like, oh, they're on a red carpet together. What's going to happen? And all, now I get it. I didn't realize it was Kaya Gerber that he was dating. Cindy Crawford's daughter. So they're still together. They're just not engaged. Yeah. Who, by okay. the way, is absolutely gorgeous. She is so pretty. She looks so much so like her mom. It's pretty. insane. I know. Uh, okay. I know. In Selling Sunset News, unfortunately, I have the devastating – delivery to tell you that jason and marie lou have broken up the distance shocking was just too much shocking yeah she was actually kind of cool though she seemed chill and like really mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. this seemed she like all the much brokers liked her too yeah but she also seemed like i don't know if she's just shy or quiet but she didn't really offer much to the show I can't get over Mimi. Well, you should put on your lap. She's my like looking just like, desperate for attention. She, she does, but then I put her on my lap and she like doesn't want to be there. Well, classic cat behavior. Okay, okay. what's this? A rod right? diagnosis. I haven't seen this. A rod, aka Alex Rodriguez, aka Jalo's ex, revealed that he is suffering from a early stage gum disease diagnosis uh, <laughs> gingivitis gum disease. i mean i've had that since i was a teenager like i was shocked like this is i was scrolling through twitter and it's like on a, a people magazine article alex rodriguez reveals diagnosis is like oh shit does he have cancer or something gum disease early stage bitch is this for fucking real and then i go to the article i don't know why i even clicked on it but i did and it's like he's trying to raise awareness for dentists going to the dentist and and what's his deal like like i saw this thing i'm like who doesn't have early stage gum disease like and then this article was like as suffered by 65 million other people i was like how is this fucking common I couldn't like, believe it was this news. This isn't groundbreaking. It was ridiculous. I, but anyways, hate I thought that you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Meanwhile, JLo is off with Ben Affleck. Like, that should almost be our title. Like, Alex Rodriguez, A Rod's diagnosis, <laughs> the clickbait. Actually, though, yeah, we should <laughs> clickbait. Um, so, Sex in the City did that reboot called And Just Like That. Stupid is really ever. bad. The show is bad. Everything about really it bad. Really bad. So at the end of season, uh, the recent season, it shows Carrie having a conversation with Samantha, who's apparently in London, UK or something like that. And they decide that they should meet and talk about things. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Kim Cattrall is going to come back to the show because, you know, she never wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. But 
we found out today that she makes an appearance in the newest season that's not released yet. Um, and it's it's a scene where she didn't actually have to film with any of the characters. And mm-hmm. it's just her talking on the phone to Carrie. So it's just one scene, one episode on the phone. Didn't have to film with anyone. But she, she does make an appearance. She must have paid like, so much money for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the drama was? I can't remember. I forget. They do hate each other, though. Well, at least yeah. Kim Cattrall hates Carrie Bradshaw, whatever her name is. So, Samantha? <laughs> what the hell is her name? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I just keep thinking horse. <laughs> what? Horse. I know Why that's are you mean. That? It's mean. It's I mean. don't get it. But I won't let you explain because it's mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next. Uh, Beyonce's coming out with hair products. How do you feel about that? She can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently she's been working on it for years. And, like, she, some of the photos that she's posted over the past year have had her products, like, in her shots on her dresser. Hmm. Interesting. Well, maybe yeah. that's helping fund her $250 million house. Uh, yeah. Um, she also brought out her daughter in her recent Paris performance. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw a clip of it. She was, uh, da- like, dancing. Yeah, and it looked like she was not giving any energy, not because she sucked, but because she was like, I'm above this. Yeah. I mean, those girls got to have the biggest head. Also, like, have we ever seen pictures of their twins? No, I have no idea what they look like. I don't even know how old they are. They gotta be like six or seven by now. Yeah, I think they're like five or six. Yeah. Rumi and something else. Sir, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. (laughs) Are they a server? (laughs) No. But wait, is it? Beyonce's twins names. I need to know. Rumi and Sir. Yeah. Wow. She should cut a deal with LVP. <laughs> it's S-I-R. Oh. Oh, sir. <laughs> ah. Okay. Literally I mean, I what I I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, or as some people like to say, ASAP, <laughs> uh, were recently in Japan at a club. And mind you, Rihanna's like seven or eight months pregnant. Wow. They're at a club and like a fight breaks out. It's unclear whether it happened right in front of them or away from them. But ASAP goes and takes the mic, stops the music and is like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, y'all That's need to powerful. like. No, he's like, y'all need to come correct. Like my baby mama's here. Like have some respect for her and whatever whatever and it's like asap why are you in the club right now yeah but also isn't that gonna make things worse like isn't that gonna freak out that like rihanna's in the house yes yeah that sounds like a bad move but apparently it worked (laughs) oh (laughs) but also like if i'm seven or eight months pregnant like you cannot catch me outside like you can't be, catch me outside my house. Like this, this you, the on thing, a good I was thinking, day, like, you not pregnant, you're already not leaving your house. Exactly. 
so you seven or eight months pregnant like there's no way you'd be meeting me at nanta's not a chance not a chance you can come to me yeah oh i just got a message from my friends saying that the reunion part two for vpr ends with raquel walking in so we don't even see her tonight classic i'm not classic classic anyway yeah so um that happened in japan good to know Next, Megan the Stallion is dating soccer player Romelu Lukaku. I think that's how you say his name. And she was just dating Party Fontaine. And there were breakup rumors, so I guess she's now moved on. But so this guy, Romelu, he tweeted two years ago that Megan the Stallion is his crush. Wow. And if that's not manifestation, I don't know what is. Well, you should start putting some tweets out. I should. Your Twitter's been a bit a bit silent. Oh, so you pay attention? I mean, I do, but like your Twitter's very so different vibes. So you could have been favoriting all of my tweets this whole well, time. Your Twitter mm. is more like activism, wokeness. Yeah, a diary of like your truest. I actually was gonna tweet today. But then I was like, nah, I'm not that bitch. So I kind of want to compare our last two tweets just to see what they are, just to show the different Yeah, vibes. I don't even remember my last tweet. My last tweet was, movie theater popcorn and plain snacks, snacks have the same vibe. <laughs> Do you get I it? I probably like that out of loyalty to you. But think about it. Like, literally, I was eating... I was eating stuff in the plane and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the most indulgent thing that you only like candy when you're eating it on a plane hits oh, different. airplane snacks. Okay. Yeah. It hits different than like candy that you're eating in your home and like movie yeah, theater yeah, popcorn yeah. is a very niche type of snack experience and they have the same vibe. Yeah, I would agree. Now yours last tweet is. What quote, is my last tweet? Oh no, that's your pinned. Oh, you retweeted yourself. Did I? Oh, shit. Shireen, that's That must have been the first time I retweeted myself because I thought it was a really good tweet. What is it? <laughs> you retweeted a tweet from April 20... Wait, what? I think this must have been an accident because it's the same tweet twice. But <laughs> your tweet that you tweeted and then immediately retweeted is, my therapy <laughs> bill is higher than the egos that drive me there. Yeah, and it's true. <laughs> I know. And that's on period. So, so you know what true. I was gonna, you know what I was gonna to tweet today. It. You know what I was gonna tweet today. It was like my phone's face ID does not recognize my face when it's yawning, and to be honest, same. <laughs> <laughs> I've never looked at myself while yawning. Well, I don't think I want to recognize know. It's yourself. Like, it's like certain things that are like not your business, like. <laughs> me what i look like when i'm yawning not my business <laughs> mind your business just mind, mind your business oh you didn't watch fresh prince well i did but like not as crazy as you mm, yeah well okay they're dating and lastly um okay so gabrielle union you know gabrielle union yes she she came on – I don't know what she was doing. She did an interview last week, and she said that she splits the bills with her husband, Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. And she had – she's she has money and security because, like, she grew up with nothing. But also, she's supporting many different households 
and her own. And so she still has this fear of like lose running out of money or whatever, whatever. And she splits the bills with Dwayne Wade. Now, the puzzling part about this is the reaction to it all by people. Like they were the outraged. Reaction? Like, how is your man not paying for anything? And like, <laughs> if I if I had a rich husband, this and that. And it's like, listen, like you guys are talking in hypotheticals. Like she's actually living it. They're both well off and actually have wealth, mm-hmm. and they still have these insecurities and problems. And like a traditional view on who should pay the bills. Like, I don't understand. I think that. Each relationship should define themselves, like how they're going to share the financial burden. And yeah. if they make the same, if one person makes way, way more, if it's the woman, it's the man who cares, like just sort it out between you. They've sorted out equally. Yeah. So be it. And like to me, like my money is my money and my partner's money is our money. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for someone who's going to pay for everything. Yeah, so, so I you're anti money set up in a different no, way. No, 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 no. No. For myself, yeah. <laughs> but like there's nothing to be outraged by. Like that works for them. They're both well off and decided that that's what they want to do. So why the outrage? Yeah. I've never been in a relationship where I haven't made more money. And oh, I know. I just think that that would be – I just can't wait until it happens to you and I can hear what that's – like and I nothing against my partners it's just I don't like it's whatever it is like I just have okay teeps doesn't listen good job but like I don't know what that's like imagine no I know I mean I'm that's not gonna be the case for me I'm gonna say that from now (laughs) you gotta manifest (laughs) what you want yeah I should start creating like a Pinterest board yeah you should I'm I'm lazy board yeah (laughs) Okay, should okay. we get into pitch or ditch a bitch or seven-year itch? Yeah, uh, you actually have one this week. I do have one. Um, so this weekend, I started watching The Ultimatum Queer Love. Mm-hmm. So it's the same Ultimatum show that was on Netflix like a couple years ago or last year or whatever. But it's all uh, same-sex. Um, I don't know how to characterize them. They're all okay. So I'll t- explain the partnership. So there's, there's either there's mask f- lesbians. F- um, what are the other called? Oh, femme, femme lesbians, and then there's some who are, they're not trans, but they uh, identify as like they them or like by their name as their pronoun. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a mix of different couples, and. They are going through the same exact experience, but it's just kind of more fascinating. It's fascinating to watch like the dynamics between um, female and people who identify as female pairs because there's so much communication there. Like it's crazy. Like in the in the trial marriage portion where they split up and start like they go with different partners. There's just so much communication about boundaries. It's like, are you comfortable really? with this? Yeah. They're like, what do you think about this? Is this okay? What are your feelings on this? Can't If I do this, would that be okay with you? How can I show up for you? What do you need from me? Wow. I was like, holy shit. Like, so well, then why aren't they getting married? <laughs> well, because they're really partners. Healthy. These are the good ones. Like, obviously, in a partnership, there's like the people who gave the ultimatum, the people who received it, and then they get mixed up. And sometimes the people who like 
are the good solid ones in the relationship are the ones who are ending up in this trial marriage right and then others are like an absolute shit show the two people who suck um but it's just fascinating to watch like the dynamics between those pairings as opposed to heterosexual pairings and so there's the first four episodes came out so i watched those and that was like the trial marriage portion um and then they just released the next four episodes today, I think. And now they're going back to their original relationships to do the second portion of the trial. And it is, it's just, I think it's going to ultimately be a seven year itch when I'm done with it. But yeah. for now, I'm interested. It just didn't look like something I'd want to watch. Yeah. I mean, it was something that it's like not like I'm compelled, like, oh, I need to watch these immediately. It's not like that kind of show for me, but it's an interesting watch. So far, there's not any like real groundbreaking drama. So it's a seven year itch. So you're on the fence. Yeah, because I haven't finished so, it yet. So yeah, maybe, it, maybe it'll get better when you're finished. Because this is kind of where it gets good, where like they meet up together, they found out everything that happened while they're with someone else and the dynamics between like who they're going to choose like all that starts happening so i think there'll be a lot more conflict in the second half so Mm. i'll keep you posted yeah because so the new season of season three of i think you should leave came out and that's what i've been watching and um obviously you know that's a pitch for me Mm -hmm. so i don't think i'll be watching ultimatum anytime soon yeah one show i really want to watch is the Smartless HBO documentary. But it's not out for us. I know. In Canada. I've just been like like getting as much TikTok content as I possibly can. And then you send it to me. I know. Because it's hilarious. It is hilarious. I think I am Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah. He's funny. No, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know what's coming out soon on June 3rd? What? Never have I ever. Really? I kind of forgot about that show. I also feel like it just ended. Never have I ever. That's the one on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Mindy Kaling show. Huh. Interesting. I I always forget about that show and then I consume it in one day and then I forget about it again. Yeah. So it's coming out June 3rd. That's good because all these reality shows we're watching are going to wrap up and we're going to need some new content. No, sorry. June 8th, season 4. And it's senior year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get into our TV recaps? Yes. Okay. So obviously we're recording this on an ideal night because uh, the episode two of the Vanderpump reunion is is on right now. But we did watch the first um, part of the reunion. I watched it twice because I found that Slice like – Later on, all of a sudden, it was recording another episode of Vanderpump. It is 15 minutes longer, and they released the well, uncensored, it was the uncensored. Version. yeah, yeah. So then I watched it just to see what I missed. Mm-hmm. I well, feel like I didn't miss much, but no, I agree. I just want to say, like, that was so unhinged right out from the gates, yeah. Everyone, like, so they had the initial like th- sit downs with individually between Which Sandoval, it was weird. Yeah, and they didn't really say much in them. Obviously, they didn't give any Raquel's. Um, They just gave parts of Tom's and Ariana's and didn't really add much other than it's hilarious that in their one-on-one 
when Andy asks, like, when did it start? He says that it didn't start until, like, what, or when did Schwartz know? I don't know. He said something Tom Shandoval lied about when Schwartz found out. He said January. That is when he told Schwartz. And then during the actual reunion. Schwartz said August. Yeah. Which was actually, like, I started to gain a tiny smidgen, little morsel of respect for Tom Schwartz when he was like, no, dude, I went back and checked my texts and you told me in August. Like, I'm not going to. I have no respect for Schwartz. But at least he was finally trying to tell at least a bit of the truth. I think we all, maybe not us, a lot of people owe a very big apology to Katie Maloney. For sure. It's also fascinating to me that it's only been her and who else did they say? Her and who's the other one that hadn't cheated? Was it just her? Oh, Lisa. That's fascinating. But yeah, Katie's getting like, I don't know, finally acknowledged for everything that she's been saying this whole time about Schwartz, about Raquel, about everybody. I think I sent you a meme where it's like, yeah, sex is cool, but have you ever not liked someone, but you can't explain or prove why, and then one day it comes out that they're a shitty person? Yeah. And I I feel like that's my life. Yeah. And I also feel like that's, like, Lala also feels so vindicated. But it's, like, getting kind of lost in this reunion. Like, as you said, they all came out fucking swinging the minute Tom showed a bit of emotion. And... It seems like Lala and James are the people that are coming. I mean, Ariana too, but like they're being the most vocal and like need to be heard about it all. And it's like, you'll have your moment. Like you don't need to be like James was so angry and he kept leaving the set. Yeah. So, so James and Lala's support. I don't know if it's so much support for Ariana and whoever else as it is about them. For sure. I think it's more about them for sure. Yeah. Like, obviously, with, with James, he's like, you were my brother. And he's like, you called me that. But same with Lala. Like, yeah. She, Lala, she's gotten a lot of heat. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're you're bang on. And she's like, keeps on, but she keeps on saying in like every podcast, every interview, she keeps wanting it out there that like she knew before all this happened. It's like, okay, cool. You had a good intuition. But like, you had a good intuition about your friend getting like absolutely betrayed. So can mm-hmm. we focus on like what the real thing is here as opposed to like you having your moment where your intuition was bang on? Yeah. Agreed. I also want to point something else out. Um, I know you and I have had these conversations here and there about how like it bothers me that Ariana to me did the same thing to Kristen but is getting away unscathed or like is not getting as much backlash. And I know you've said that you think it's different, but they, there's a point where Ariana says, oh yeah, because Tom coached Raquel to make sure their stories matched and he told her what to say. And it's like, okay, you know that because at one point he coached you. So like yeah. you participated in the downfall of another woman, Kristen. So I don't know. I feel some type of way about this. Yeah, I definitely f- agree with you that there is definitely some hypocrisy coming from her If and, like, she should be owning that portion of it. I still think that cheating is, like, on a completely different level, but notwithstanding that, it's still wrongdoing that she has to take accountability for and can't just be like, I was young and 
I was yeah. in love and it's like okay cool but like so was Raquel and so- like so much is coming out about how much Ariana covered up for Tom yeah like the Miami girl or what he told her about him and Kristen and and I do agree I do think that Tom's telling the truth where he says he says a lot that like they didn't portray their real relationship on the show and he was getting very frustrated about that and felt like they were like setting off this like fake life to everybody else and there are clips of him like complaining about that to producers and i do can see how ariana would probably do something like that so i do feel like she's been kind of yeah like aligning with him and conspiring with him to like hide the truth Mm -hmm. oh that was another thing from the podcast where alex asked her like did you say that you would kill yourself if he broke up with you and she kind of clarified like no i said i would end this life that i have with you which is Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna go move away to the countryside and like give up all this stuff and i think that's pretty bullshit of tom to then go and spin it and say yeah she said she she would kill herself yeah and she said that that was the most not the most hurtful but one of the most hurtful things that tom's done is weaponize her mental health and like valid for sure that that is actually a big betrayal i agree Tom's After just sitting there, years? like, on this reunion, just, like, he's all, like, his body language is all, like, sh- shirked down to get, like, shirking in his seat. And he's, like, trying to come across as such, like, a, a, like, a wounded little puppy when he's the perpetrator. It's just yeah. annoying me. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Lala and James immediately call him out for it. Well, James did a lot of calling out, which was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. But James was, like... I don't believe any of that. And Lala was like, I wasn't even listening. Yeah. Yeah. I I do find that the sense, like the uncensored version, for some reason to me, like when people are swearing every two seconds, I just like lose the impact of what they're actually trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if you're saying like, you fucking asshole, I fucking hate you, you piece of shit. It's like, okay, you're just like screaming words. But if you're actually like articulating why he's such a piece of shit, that comes across much more powerfully. So I didn't really like the unfiltered version. For sure. But that's, yeah. I think I just need to find somewhere where they like show all the clips. Like I'm sure that you could find them on TikTok because I did see them sporadically. But I just want like a comprehensive set of all of the scenes that were added. Yeah. So so what's the additional scene that they were in this hot tub at Coachella? No, no. So like throughout the, like in the uncensored version, they showed more questions and answers like they showed more of the reunion so like they showed more questions that andy was asking each of them more of their responses like you could and it's kind of interesting because you can see how the final edit was made where they cut out portions of their answers where it's like man i wish we had been given the full answer Mm -hmm. another crazy thing from the podcast was ariana saying that Katie is not one of her closest friends. Like, they're close friends, but she's not in their her, like... Inner circle. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but you're opening a restaurant with her. I know. It's strange. But it's almost like they're work friends. Because you do kind of see it when you look at, like, who Ariana posts with in her Instagrams and who she's hanging out with the most. Like, it does seem like her most of her friends, her inner circle that she calls them, are not cast members. Like, that Logan guy is obviously her best friend he's not on the cast um i like i don't know yeah but are they they even that like i guess they're more close because of the sheena raquel ariana kind of trio but i don't know it just seemed to me like 
she's always been kind of like not an outsider but kind of an outsider like not as in with the girls as they've been in with each other Mm -hmm. yeah i would agree with that yeah well i'm excited to watch part two after we finish potting yeah just disappointed that raquel comes in at the end yeah. yeah, Raquel was, was watching while they were filming the reunion. And I just have to say, like, that was such a great touch for entertainment I purposes. I just wish I could believe that her reactions were actually corresponding to what was being said. But it mm-hmm. was because, like, when she's like, I really want to hear this answer. And the question was, why didn't you tell Ariana? It's like, did you never fucking ask him that before? Like, you just wanting to see what he says so you can match your answer. Like, why? I didn't understand. Yeah, but also I had another thought while I was thinking about all this scandal stuff, because during this, like, like Raquel has not shown any remorse really, like in her confessionals, no, in the finale episode, in her um, interview with TMZ, while she's in the trailer, her posts, like, other than that one contrived one that was clearly written by her psychologist therapist, like, she has not shown any remorse, and I was thinking, I was like, man, but what must have happened is that. Tom and Raquel have to in order to perpetrate this affair over this many months with and like continue to do it without having like guilt like override them they had to rationalize the shit out of what they were doing and I think they both made Ariana such the bad guy in their mind that like she was the demise of their relationship and she is the reason why they like fell apart that that they no longer they don't feel bad because like she is the bad person you know like she is at fault and i think they truly like believe that to this day and that's why neither of them are showing any like real empathy or compassion or remorse or like really understanding the weight of what they did yeah i think you're right about that there's like nothing else to say it's fascinating um did you watch the summer house part one finale i did the reunion so yeah i have to say that i think that was actually a really good part one Mm -hmm. i think they addressed a lot of topics and it wasn't like surface level um so i was impressed yeah i think it's a great start for sure um i do think that it was really fucking driving me nuts a how condescending Paige was acting like I don't know. She was just coming out fucking swinging. And like, I'm usually a page apologist, but <laughs> during this reunion, I was getting really annoyed. So, and yeah. On, I'll, and then on the other side, Lindsay being so fake, not showing any emotion when she clearly has emotion and just trying to be like, all like, I'm calm, cool, and collected Lindsay, and I'm fine with everybody, and I just want peace. You're not calm and cool by just avoiding talking about stuff. Yeah. You're not above drama by like doing what she's doing. You're above drama by either A, not causing it, or B, having a mature conversation where you both validate one another and move on. Totally. Like just pretending that you don't have any beef isn't addressing the actual fucking beef in a mature way. No. No. That's just avoiding. Yeah. Um. So what I was going to say was I had a feeling you're going to say that about Paige because – I enjoyed Paige this time. <laughs> what? So usually I don't enjoy Paige. You know what I think. Yes. And I, even my friend Imran, I was like, norm, not Imran, Rachel. I was like, normally I don't like Paige at all, but I really appreciated her this episode. 
I enjoyed all of her little clapbacks and whatnot. See, I don't know. I just felt like she was she wasn't really involved during the season. And then all of a sudden no, the reunion, right. she comes out like hard. You're right. So two judgy girls posted a story that kind of said something similar to that, which was like interesting how she's like has so much energy for the reunion when she brought absolutely nothing to the season and her only storylines were craig and hating Lindsay. and i was like oh that's kind of accurate yeah and also like did you see that people magazine the person who actually wrote the article i did see that yeah so so during the reunion Paige said that carl and Lindsay were fake because like the Sunday after they got engaged on like the Friday or Saturday, there was a people article and she's like, I know how people works. You called ahead for that. You planned this everything. And they're like, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. And then the person who actually wrote that article was like, actually Bravo called me and told me that like this had happened and they were afraid about people who witness it or people on the cast breaking it. So they asked me to write the story like lickety fucking split. And I wrote with fury to get it out that quick. Like it wasn't preconceived. Which is mm-hmm. just kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like that is embarrassing. Page. I I agree. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, they addressed many things. So they addressed. They kind of touched on Danielle and Lindsay's friendship. We'll yeah, see more briefly. of that next week. Um, they addressed Gabby and Sierra's, you know, lack of friendship, and Maya chimed in. And uh, there was one more thing. Well, the Kyle and Amanda like cheating. Not cheating, like demise the of their friendship thing, effectively. Her fertility. They also addressed Danielle and Sierra being friends now, and they asked if Lindsay was surprised or not. To which, like, I agreed with Lindsay's answer. Actually, yeah, like, of course they're both against me, so why wouldn't they have common ground? To yeah, but I don't. Now? I don't believe that it didn't bother her the way that she says. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, she was acting so unbothered about everything, and it's like okay, maybe you've moved on from all these people in these friendships and are in a different place, but then, like, get off the show then because... But she hasn't moved on. Like, she thinks that I know. she has because she has Carl. Girl, that's not moving on. Yeah. And, like, even when she was taking accountability for things, it still seemed like false accountability. Like, when she was taking yeah. accountability for how she gets activated when she gets drunk and, like, that's something they're working on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems... Also- Go ahead. Yeah, they also addressed uh, Maya approaching Sam about talking too much. And I was actually really impressed with how articulate and aware Sam was of where her feelings were coming from. So she was like, I wasn't hurt by Maya telling me that. It just took me to a place where I had heard that so much from people that did mean it in a malicious way. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, that is so self-aware of her. I know. And I also was kind of surprised that she wasn't hurt by it. But like I get where Maya was coming from. Like she was just like, mm-hmm. I'm, look, people are talking about behind your back. I don't want to be one of those people. Like Maya yeah, like so direct. Yeah, like maybe the editing was different and made it seem how we yeah. interpreted it. Because yeah. the way that Maya and Sam walked away from it seems different from what we saw. Totally. Yeah. And then they addressed Chris. Is that his name? The new guy? Chris. Yeah. Chris and whether he would date Maya or Danielle. That was awkward. But Danielle and him, like, it was hard to tell during the season whether mm-hmm. Danielle and Chris had, like, a brother-sister dynamic or, like, a flirtation romance dynamic. I think it was brother-sister solely because she had a boyfriend. But I think yeah. there is potential for them to date. Do I think I th- it'll last? No. Yeah. I think, like, but- she needs something different than Chris. But a fun, like, rebound? Perfect. Yeah. 
one thing about Danielle that actually really bothered me throughout the reunion was like, can the girl just put her shoulders down? <laughs> because she just seemed so, just put your shoulders down <laughs> and take a, let it, let an exhale out. <laughs> I'll have to pay attention next time. You're Are you sure she just wasn't wearing shoulder and pads? No. She mm. was showing her shoulders bare. Mm. Okay. You're not going to be able to unsee it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to touch on? Well, briefly, the Kardashians premiered. Right. The most and interesting it, Sorry, go ahead. It opened with them doing a music video on rollerblades to cuff it. And I just want to know what did Beyonce have to say about this, if anything at all? Well, for sure she had to give license for the music. So she was in on this. Yeah, but that does that go to Beyonce or her her record company? Well, doesn't Beyonce own her own music? Does she? I'm sure she does. She must. Like, she's bought a $250 million house. There's no way she doesn't own her own music. Imagine, like, Kim Kardashian's like, hey, what's your email so I can e-transfer you? <laughs> like- but honestly, I was going to say, I only wrote down one note, and it was, Boring. That I fucking loved this intro. And oh, that- you loved it? I loved it. And that Courtney can't it. skate. Like, it's just so funny watching the people who can skate versus not. Like, Kylie looked swag. Like, she was good and so was Corey. Corey was amazing courtney could barely stand up chris also very awkward and then like kendall was okay kim was okay chloe was okay like they were kind of average but like it was just interesting to see who actually could skate and i was just like vibing to beyonce and i loved i loved it i loved it what even happened this episode i don't remember kim talked about what she's looking for Kim was talking about how she's frustrated with Kanye and like how she's having a bad day and like anyways and then Chloe has um, melanoma on her cheek which I didn't know about oh I knew about that but she also spoke about how she didn't really feel connected to Tatum right away yeah Um, which was funny when she was sitting at that event that 818 event and James Corden's like what's James Corden well I had a baby (laughs) She's like, yeah. um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I had a baby. So. Yeah. <laughs> James Corden. Yeah. And then um, what was the other thing? Oh, Courtney and Travis are no longer trying IVF. They're just trying to get pregnant naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, Kim talks about what she's looking for, which is basically she's looking for herself and another man. And it's like, how would here, that work? Here. But how no. would that work? It would not no. work. Well, that's why Kim and I are both still single. Yeah. We're both looking for ourselves in someone else. And it's like, why wouldn't we? Because we offer all of that. So. Yeah. It just like think like from an emotional standpoint. Great. From like an actual like career standpoint. Nightmare. Why? How would Kim ever see him? Like she's a workaholic. If she was dating oh. a workaholic the wouldn't work she needs someone who can like i don't know who like built she needs someone who like built their wealth built their own company up and then like sold it for a million dollars and has the drive and the ambition and everything maybe doing charity work or something but like no longer actually has to do the job Mm. right (laughs) and that's on period (laughs) all right there's nothing else to say 
then that wraps up another episode of Pop Therapy. We ended up with an hour and a 15-minute episode. Notwithstanding that, we had barely any hot tops to start. So good job. Yeah, but we had lots of hot tops for my personal life. Yeah, lots of hot bottoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut. Goodbye. Okay, Cut. <laughs>